Well, hello and welcome to the Kodak Moments podcast. Uh, I'm Andy Brown at Clinton on Twitter and uh, with me, Matt Holt. Hello there, Matt Holt uh, at Kodak Moments on Twitter. Uh, it's all about you. It's always about you. It is. It is. I've nicked the best Twitter handle. <laughs> um, so what, what, we're here today to talk about what you've been up to in your living room, which sounds really suspicious when you put it yeah, that Yeah, that's, that's a bit wrong. Um, I think it, it's more about what I've been putting into my living room to support my gaming habit. That probably sounds even wronger. But um, yes, um, been umming and ahhing for, in fairness, years on whether to go um, and get steering wheel and pedals and a proper setup because um, I love racing games. And we were at EGX 2017 recently and played lots of games with steering wheels and pedals. And I came back and went, yeah, I want one. Was it the pod? Did the did the GT Sport pod? It was the GT Sport you? pod again. It did it. Driving an F-Type <laughs> around uh, Brands Hatch. I was, I was like, no, I really want one of these. But obviously, he could not afford a full-on pod. So, um, in, in fairness, actually, well, I, I wasn't going to buy one of these. And you might remember the conversation we had coming back that um, I was actually, I went looking for video capture so that we could do yes. more YouTube stuff. And I looked at it, I thought, oh, okay, I can afford one of these nice capture cards, and I started digging into it, and uh, and then realized I needed to fully upgrade my laptop as well, and that ran things way out of budget, and I went, sod it, steering wheel and pedals then. Because mentally, I'd already <laughs> spent the money, so I thought, I'm going to go down that route now. I'd already budgeted it. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it was. So I did unusually did uh, a bit of digging, a bit of research, got lots of people's views on steering wheels, best ones to go for. And uh, plumped for the Logitech G29, which is PlayStation-specific, I believe. As I learned as I was looking at steering wheels, that um, there are quite a few that are very very console-focused. You you don't just buy one that goes to everything, which I suppose makes sense, given that controllers don't. And yeah, it's a full full wheel, force-feedback wheel with um, pedals, which includes a clutch. But it's not just uh, accelerate and brake. And it's very nice. It's very, very nice. It's very well made. Solid feel to it. It's not the top-end racing wheels you can go for. We do have a review of uh, the top-end kit on the website, courtesy of uh, Stuart Cullen and Christy Doran. Um, so if you want to know more about what a professional racing driver uses, uh, head to the website. Um, but um, I think for at home, in your living room, I've gone, gone for something that will serve me, uh, an enthusiastic amateur. So sell it to me then. What are the, what's the USP? What are the, the the USP is you can pretend you're driving a car in your living room. That, that's that's pretty much it. It's it's a leather steering wheel with the shift, um, the the paddle shifters, stainless steel paddle shifters on it. Uh, full controls on the steering wheel. If you're an F1 fanatic and have the F1 games, there's a little jog wheel and menu buttons to select all the in-car options whilst you're driving, and it has proper pedals. So it's a proper clutch, it's a proper accelerator, um, and it's a proper non-linear brake as well. So you don't just put your foot down and it automatically brakes. You do have to actually apply some force to it as if you were braking in a real car, which is, is quite a nice really little good. touch. It is. Um, the force feedback's pretty much fully customizable in any game. You can have it either wrenching the wheel out of your hands, or you can just get the nice rumble so that you know what's going on. It's, it is really, really well done and really well put together and nice and easy to set up and use. Um, the main issue with any of these steering wheels is where do you put them? Because you think a, a pedal unit, a steering wheel unit, 
you've got to have something dedicated to fix them too. And if, like me, most of you out there game in your living room, you don't happen to have sort of a sensible height sofa and table combo that you can hook things to and uh, pull out every time you fancy a quick burn on uh, Dirt 4. So that's when I had to start looking at chairs as well. Or stands. <laughs> so it was a choice. That, and initially, I was looking at stands. When we did the PSVR demo session in uh, Meadow Hall last year, I played Drive Club VR, and they had a wheel stand pro with the kit hooked up to. And I actually thought, that's a really neat little solution. That's really nice. That would actually work quite well for a living room. But then I started to think, well, hang on, there's, there's the steering wheel and there's the pedals I'm looking at. Um, the wheel stand pro actually has a metal column in the middle that holds everything up, which I started to think, well, how do you get to your brake pedal if there's a big metal column in the way? Is it really going to be fit for purpose? And I started to sort of talk myself out of it, especially at the price, because they're not none of these things are ever cheap. I, I looked around for a lot, but basically I came across Playseat, who seemed to be pretty well-renowned for racing kits, um, and they do something they're called the Challenge, which is a fold-up chair. And it's not going to sound particularly glamorous, but it looks like a camping chair. But with wheel and pedals attached. It, it, it does. When you've added the wheel and the pedals to the metal supports, it looks like a camping chair with wheel and pedals. It is a bit daft. That was the first response I got from my uh, from my girlfriend when I unpacked it all and put it together. She just went, why have you got a camping chair in the living room? But when it's all in situ and you're sat in it, it's quite strange. You do feel like you're sat in a racing seat in a proper car. <laughs> Even though you know you're in your living room, it is it is really nice. Everything's in the right position. Once you've got the distance of the pedals away from the chair, everything's fully adjustable. It's really nice and simple. It's great. And the key bonus with it is all you have to do is unplug the wheel from the power, obviously, and your machine, and then you can fold everything up and slide the seat away. It fits into a gap, probably an eight, nine inch gap you can slide it into. It is really good. And that's with the steering wheel and the pedals attached. So you don't have to keep disconnecting and reconnecting. You just fold it up, put it away. That's good stuff. So I guess the the question that's begging me to ask it is, um, are you a better driver now? <laughs> it depends what game I'm playing. <laughs> so my my hope was... I wanted this I wanted this kit because I wanted it for a long time anyway. Project Cars 2 sort of forced me into it because I'm really struggling with the pad. Even though the controller methods are better than the first game, karting is horrendous. A lot of you out there have probably driven go-karts in real life. You know what they're like. On a pad, if you can't get one to go in a straight line, you, you know the control method's off, um, no matter how much you tweak it. And it was that just went all right, I'm not going to buy the caps cards. I've got this game. Yes, let's go for a full-on full on kit. So the first thing I obviously did was try it with a go-kart in Project Cars 2 and took 10 seconds off my best lap time within three laps. Wow. It was, it okay. was a notable, noticeable difference. And I was terrible with the pad, so you know it's not exactly like I was whipping around the, the Chesterfield circuit, but it was, it was a big difference. And then I tried it in some of the other vehicles as well because I've been uh, been doing a lot of the Genetta racing and I was getting comparable, if not better, lap times and a better feel for it. I still need to tweak the settings of the wheel because I've got too much movement going on. I have to turn too far to actually get around. But all of that is fully customizable. But I also tried it on Drive Club. And this is the flip side of it. On a pad, I'm pretty good at Drive Club. With this wheel, I cannot drive to save my life. 
Oh, really? I How? cannot control the cars because I'm going straight in for the hypercars. Obviously, I've unlocked everything, so I'm straight in for the hypercars. And it's horrendous. It's really, really hard. As if you're yeah, actually to fair, attempting that... to drive one of them like an arcade racer straight into a barrier. Yeah, but is is that is that an indication of the the wheel, or is that just an indication of if we put you in a hypercar now for real, would you just wrap it around a tree? If you put me, yeah, if you put me in a car like that for real with eleven opponents and said get to the end of this course in two minutes, I'd be dead in thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah. actually. <laughs> It's, it is a pretty good simulation. <laughs> it, it did make me actually realise, and I've always thought that Drive Club, whilst it has a very much an arcadey feel, it always has been quite loose with its control, loose with its handling. You have to be very conscious of your oversteer. Uh, I mean, we, you all know, there's, there's the drift trials and, and everything that goes on, so you know you're tail happy in a car anyway. But if you're not careful with the throttle, it really does bite you. And um, it is it is challenging, and it's given the game a different dimension. Because I, I haven't got bored with it. I just kind of got to that point where I thought, well, I've done everything. I've gone back with the wheel, and I've not played it properly in eight, nine months. Discovered all the extra tracks that they've added. Um, discovered new vehicles that I had, I'd had had the download packs for, but I actually hadn't really got into, the, into playing them. And it's made me go back and actually just go back to some of the front-wheel drive cars, some of the slower ones, just because... I'm driving something different. You're changing the view. You're using the internal cameras, and you're feeling more like you are properly driving the car. It is. It's changed. It has. To, it has switched it up for me. It's, it's interesting that you say, in an effort to hone your technique, you've switched to the the lower powered front wheel drive just cars. Just to get you, just to get used to it. Yeah. I may have caved very slightly and bought project cars too. <laughs> uh, just very slightly. So I was having a go on that earlier. And it is it is unforgiving. Oh, it is, isn't it? I've been driving in the Clio Cup, and honestly, I, I, I it's like I've had to relearn how to use a control pad. It, the The touch that you need is so slight that actually, I, I found myself just going out on a, on the practice laps, just doing like a just doing like a free practice on Snetterton, um, just so I could kind of learn the control of the cars and after about you know 10 or 12 laps i started to think do you know i might i might be ready for a race soon yeah it is it is like that isn't it um have you a a big plug have you tried um the control settings on the website just as a as a base point well do you know i tried i tried the default ones and then i uh, i googled uh, what are the best controller settings for Project Cars 2? And I found an excellent article on codeatmoments.com. Did you? Oh, that's yeah. them. I have actually, I've actually tried them. It, it's kind of, yeah, it, it's it's less play in the less play in the steering. Yeah, and um, chills the braking out a little bit. Yeah, it 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 improves it. Um, but you but you need to tweak it for personal personal style. After that, it it, it gets you so far. It is an unforgiving game. It is a it is a racing sim. Yeah, it really, it really, really is. And it's taken me, it's taken me a long time this evening just to, just to get to grips with. Actually, you can't just hammer things into corners. You can't just correct like you would any other, you know, racing arcade game. Yeah, because if you do, true. you spin your car at high speed. Yes. No, it's good. So I'm, I'm happy to report that a, a steering wheel definitely helps um, and feels. It, it does make it easier to drive if you drive a car in real life. Obviously, you still have to get used to the cars. You have to still get used to a lot of real wheel 
what is the word I'm thinking of? Because um, I just don't want to say, I don't want to just say rear wheel action because that doesn't tell anybody anything. Yeah, you, just, yeah you, you do have to get used to the different handling and weight shifts depending where the power is coming from. But you get the feedback on that and you get the feedback through the wheel on whether you're gripped or whether it's slipping and what kind of surface you're going over. So I don't know about you, just even sometimes just touching the curbs was enough to, to spin me out. When it starts to vibrate slightly, you know you're just on it. You know then you're not drifting off onto the grass or off onto the gravel. And well, it's it's that it's that sign of a true sim where you you're as scared to go into a corner too slowly because you won't have the grip and the momentum coming out to to keep you on the the racing line. Yeah. Um, it's it's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant driving game if you like driving games. And I think it it will be divisive in that respect because I think there's a lot of people who are going to pick it up. And just be frustrated that it's not more like Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it is. It seems more sim focused than the first one. Um, though, and we haven't put our review out there yet. Um, it'll be coming soon once I've got um, some more time with the wheel on it. But um, the thing I have noticed is that I actually much prefer the menu layout and the way it is much more accessible from that point of view. But I think the driving feels more hardcore. I was going to ask you about your your menu layout. It's it's what it's what ruined the first game for you, wasn't it? It's not necessarily the menu layout. It was just the fact you could never find anything, or um, you couldn't actually change things from within the menus that you wanted to change them within, or it wouldn't save settings. In fairness, I've still come across it doesn't save settings. Um, if you change things whilst you're in a session, um, it tells you oh, you'll need to come out and reload to uh, to apply these settings. It doesn't save them full stop, so you you don't know whether you've come right or not. Okay, so I've I've tended to go right back out to the menu change the things I want, then go back into a practice session, check it, and if it's right, great. If it's not, go right back out, do it again. It's a bit faffy, but I think I think it's going to pay dividends with that particular game. It's understanding, getting your control method right, whether you're using a pad, whether you're using a wheel, spending that time setting it up, and then when, you, when you're confident in your controls, the confidence in the tracks and the cars will come. Mm. Wise words indeed. So just just going back to your racing wheel a second. Is it is it just racing games or can you can you use it in GTA? I think it's just racing games. I'd I'd, I'd love it if every time you jumped behind the the wheel of a car in a, a third person open world that you could just use the steering wheel and pedals and then just jump back to a pad when you when you're out of a car. Uh, but no, awesome. I think it is purely racing games. That'd be great, especially if you could flick between the radio stations using the. Um, was it, was it, was it the, the, the jog using wheel? the jog wheel and the, uh, yeah. the enter button? That would be quite amusing. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I don't think I don't think you can. I've yet to try Dirt Four, and I am sorely tempted because I did delete it recently. But now I'm sorely tempted to re-put on uh, Dirt Rally uh, and add the VR mode and give it all a try with the full VR setup with my sick bucket next to me, obviously. But um, I wouldn't mind giving giving that a full shot and see what that's like. I think we need video of that. <laughs> Uh, and the F, um, F1 2017, um, I haven't given that a go yet, but uh, at the point we're recording this, it is the Malaysian Grand Prix this weekend. Okay, so since we spoke, um, you've had a chance to go back and play some other games with it? I did, yes. I got a good hour or so on F1 2017, and I played some Dirt 4 as well. Did you play the VR? No, I didn't. I haven't done that part yet. I might wait until GT Sport comes out because that's not actually a long time away. So um, I might wait for that with that one. But first up, yeah, I had to go on F1 2017 
And moving from sort of project cars, which is quite loose in the handling, you, you have to fight your way around the track, going straight to the F1 cars, which are planted and rigid, there's a tremendous feel of grip and being able to do whatever you want with those vehicles when you're driving on the tracks. It is night and day difference in terms of driving game um, with the setup. I was stunned at how, how much I could feel what was going on with the cars. There's quite um, quite a heavy feedback to it, so you can really sell, feel yourself dragging across the track, um, and you know when you're losing the grip. And it's just, it's amazing. I've just spent pretty much all the time going around Sochi over and over again, just improving lap times, because it was it was just so much fun to do. It was, it was phenomenal. I genuinely can't believe how good it was. Um, and I had a crack at the Malaysia event, which was mainly driving in the rain. And again, you can feel when you're losing the grip, when you're not in the dry parts of the track, when you're drifting slightly out. It's it's really, really cleverly done. Codemasters have obviously got the settings bang on for all steering wheels. But with this one in particular, obviously being my only frame of reference, um, stunning. Absolutely stunning. Nice. Well, that sounds good. Okay. Can't really say much more than that. No, no, I, I'm genuinely really, really happy. And icing on the cake, they've fixed all the screen tear issues, which I hated. The game itself is stunning, but the the appalling amount of screen tear was really bad. In the stuff that I've played, I've not noticed a single thing because it's had several patches since I last um, I last had a go. So quite impressed by that. So as far as you're concerned, F1 2017, cream of the crop. Oh yes, as in terms of F1 games, best one I've ever played. It was the best one I'd ever played, anyway. Now they've fixed the issues I had with it, and it, it it's just amazing. I'll definitely be going back and playing more. Um, then I put Dirt 4 in, Codemasters again, know what they're doing, um, rallying. Well, actually, I did, I did a few different events with it. Um, I did a bit of a free drive first around. There's a Dirtfish open area, which you can just hoon around in quite comfortably. So I, I did a bit of that just to get used to it. I figured out that the one thing that's lacking is I don't have a handbrake. Um, there is a button, obviously, that you press on the steering wheel for a handbrake, but it's in a bit of an awkward position, and I kept thinking, whenever you remap it, it's still going to be awkward to press. So just try to get the hang of you know sliding around just using the brake and, and, and overpowering the engine. But good fun, good fun. Very, very easy to control, very easy to, to get around. I then did, uh, did one of the dailies, which was in a Group B rally car, which, in fairness, I usually would have been backwards for most of the track. Um, had I been playing with that with a pad, I was forwards most of the way around. I wasn't particularly fast by the end of it, but I didn't destroy the car, and I did get to the end. And it was a tight uh, Wales forest stage as well, which aren't the best to um, to not do, you know not kill yourself on. But it was very intuitive, very fun to drive, just not very quick. Um, more from my skill than anything else. And then I did some um, rallycross, which I think in the first part of this that we recorded the other night, I did say I wasn't ever going to have my daughter sat on my knee whilst I was doing that. And then this afternoon, because she wasn't feeling too well, she didn't want to do nothing but sit on my knee. <laughs> um, and so she steered, I'm pressed with every button in the middle of the steering wheel as we were going around. So the, um, the racing-wise, I wasn't particularly quick, but it was a lot of fun. The, the rallycross works really well really well so of the sort of the three things i had a had a quick crack at i think i'll be playing more of the rally course than i did on the pad because i tended to focus on the rallying most of the time 
with Dirt Four rather than the rallycross or rather than the uh, the stadium trucks and the the, the other off road activities. But I think I'll be I think I'll be having a crack back on the rallycross a lot more seriously because I felt much more in control of it. Oh, there you go, wheels of steel. Yeah, it's um, I'm liking it more and more. Um, the the seat is comfortable enough for you to be in it for you know ninety minutes, maybe two hours. Although you tend to you tend to get up and move around quite a bit anyway. Um, if especially if you're swapping games around quite a lot. Um, but it's comfortable. Everything seems to be in the right place. Everything works, and yeah, it's it's really really good. Was there anything I was thinking of? The only thing I've noticed, and it's not not a deal breaker, is just there's a clip that holds the steering wheel in place. So you mount it on um, like a, a pivotable table that's counterbalanced on the chair. So if you actually lift that up in front of you when you get want to get in and out. And there's a clip to hold it in place when you drop it in position. And I've noticed that clip actually takes the paint off the table unit. It's one of those things you thought they might have taken a little bit more care over that, knowing that it was going to be used a lot, but it's not the end of the world. You can live with that. But yeah, it, it's just, it's a, it's a lovely, sturdy piece of kit. Might not be the cheapest in the world. Uh, definitely not the most expensive, but value for money, I think, for, for what I'm going to get out of it. It's good. I think it's been a good investment. And God, as boring as it sounds, but the storage solution is perfect for me because I can't leave something fully set up. I don't have anywhere in my house where I could have a permanent seat and set up. So being able to just unfold it and hook it up in a couple of minutes is, is brilliant. Well, there you go. Something for everyone. We've got gaming, we've got unnecessary spending, technology, and storage. Thank God, we're like Ikea. I like it. I like it very much. I, I want to come around and have a go. Uh, I'm not, even, I'm not uh, even kidding. You're welcome anytime. Anytime. And if you want to see some pictures of Matt's rig, I want to call it a rig. Can I call it a rig? <laughs> That sounds, it makes it sound more impressive than anything else. You will notice in the pictures, they've all been cropped so that the baby toys are not in the way. Yeah, the, the jumperoo in the background, which also, you know, you could have mounted a wheel on. I am uh, waiting. I have deliberately made sure it's not out whilst my daughter's in the room because she will want to sit on my knee and drive with me. You think that's, what, that's what my daughter does in my actual car. Not when it's moving, I will hasten to add. <laughs> for any, any acting traffic officers listening. <laughs> Um, well, good stuff. If you want to, uh, if you want to check out some pictures, you want to um, see a bit more uh, of what Matt's written about it, then uh, check out CodeItMoments.com. Anything to add? No, no, no. I think that was good. I think that finished it. All right, that's great. Well, we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.